She's got $7,000 worth of parking fines and loves a long neck. He's an ex-labourer that often misses Triple M meetings for a cashy. On Triple M, it's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Oh, happy Saturday morning to you, Adelaide. Great to have your company once again. Loz and Tomo at the helm for the next couple of hours and the dead set legends are going to roll on in. Good morning to you, Laura. Good morning. You up and about? Yeah, I'm fired up. It's Halloween party tonight. Oh, yeah? I got my costume sorted. What have you going at? Like, this is not not out the ordinary for you because... I love a dress-up party. You, you do, don't you? you I can't, what did you go as last year? What did I go as last year? Oh, um, I went as uh, I went as someone from X-Men. That's right. But the, my best one that I've ever done was I went as um, someone from Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, I went as... Uh, Gollum. <laughs> What, That's just me and my Rock up day. normally? No, I went as Arwen, okay? She's she's an elf from Lord of the Rings. She's played by Liv Tyler. Yes, she's okay. a very popular elf. And I'm telling you right now, ladies, oh, no. if you want male attention in a way that you've never received male attention, dress as Arwen from Lord of the Rings and go out to the city. All of the ner- the secret nerds, oh, yeah. some of them are hot too. Yep. They come out of the woodworks and they start speaking to you in Elvish. Oh, no. <laughs> So that was one one night, was it? One I said, Halloween. I wish I could dress as Arwen every day of the year. I'd be off the market. Yeah, we well, can But then they got fight. me home and the wig came off and they went, oh, <laughs> yeah, God. You're, not you're not Arwen, you're an orc. <laughs> um, so we're talking off-brand interests after 8 o'clock and mm. I think that's a little bit off-brand as well. Like the people loving Lord of the Rings that are real straighty 180. Yeah, and you, you'll meet someone who's sort of like tradie, they've got a ute, they've yep. got all this stuff, they've got a, maybe a little neck tattoo. Mm. But then you go back to their house and they've got Lord of the, the whole edition, <laughs> director's cut. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's director's cut. And oh, a man. Hobbit book from their childhood, sort of like on a shelf yep. somewhere. Yeah. Well, it just any books on a shelf is weird, <laughs> I'd, I'd say. Um, you can read. <laughs> shocking housemates. We're talking that before eight o'clock as well, because we've seen something online and we've all had these ones. We've all lived with one numpty that we just need to point out. Mm. Yep. You with your fiance, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Be <laughs> we'll, beautiful. We'll do that before eight o'clock. Yeah, you and me. On Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Yay or nay? So, what do we do, people? Yeah, you and me. It's yay, yay or nay. Now, this is yay or nay, not hot or not, Loz. You keep calling it hot or not. <laughs> well, and it's just not that. We've also <laughs> called it hot or nay on our uh, run sheet, which is interesting. That is so Tomo. <laughs> I can't express to you that is quintessential Tomo. Let's play the game, please. <laughs> All right, three things you got to say just yay or nay. All right, there's a lot been happening around the world. I've kind of kept it a bit topical. Let's mm. start a bit light and bright. Powerball, big one this week. Mm-hmm. 160 million ended yep. up being shared between three, which was like 56 yep. million each. Mm-hmm. Winning big in the lotto and keeping it a secret. Yay! yay. Absolutely secret. Just family. <sighs> And just a quick one to you, Loz. What would you do with it, first of all? Your first thing that you it's just landed in the account, 160, what do you do? 160 mil? Yep. I pay off the debt of everyone I know yep. immediately. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I'm friends with, even you would get some money, I reckon. <laughs> even even so. you are. Okay, so that's uh, You're getting money. Everyone's getting... Rosie, you're getting money. Thanks, I'm paying mate. off everyone's mortgage in the building, pretty mm. much, and everyone that I know and I'm friends with. And then I'm taking my whole family overseas on a, a trip as long as they want to be away. We can be away. Mm-hmm. And then we come home, and after you've had a year of just chaos, mm-hmm. probably going back to work. Yeah, after but a year. I get bored. What about you? Put it on black. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I hate is that that whole time that I was talking, I could see that you were thinking of something and you were waiting for me to finish so you could do that joke. <laughs> you know who enjoyed it? Thank Christ Rosie's here, I tell you. <laughs> because you dead me there, mate. All right, what's All next? All right, number two. Uh, look, I don't want to get too much into this one because it's been a bit tricky, mm-hmm. but the whole Netball Australia versus mm-hmm. Gina Reinhart and the $15 million sponsorship mm-hmm. that got ripped away. Yep. What I want to know is athletes say no to sponsorship deals. Nay. Yay. Nay no, no for me. Nay. No. So it, you go, mate. And no, let's you go. So for me, uh, you do like, no, like politics and sport, I think, can be a separate thing. But the, the one thing that really annoys me is probably more the Pat Cummins situation in terms of being a hypocrite um, mm. and going against... We could talk about this all day, but yeah. if you yeah, like if, it gets deep, but yeah, if you you're going to be same issue. if you're going to be the face of ads for four years and then just jump away from it, yeah. like you've you've actually you've jumped on board that and then taking the money for a long time. Yep, the emissions or whatever, all the money that you've earned from that company, and now you're saying I don't want to be aligned with them. We'll hand the money back, mate. Yeah. Pretty simple in my opinion. I think each case is unique. Um, I think that you've got to make sure your own backyard is pretty clean before you start looking into other people's backyards. I Very think that's clean. a pretty good rule. But I do think that, say, you know, if you're a player who's of a certain background and someone jumps on board who's a sponsor who has maybe done or said hurtful things about you and your community, mm-hmm. I think it might be really hard to take that money and feel good about it and not feel conflicted. So I understand, I understand that you don't, it's not always easy to just take money and shut up and do what you do. Sometimes you feel really shit about it and... You want to speak out, but it's not easy. It's not an easy co- topic. No, it's it's very complicated. Topic. It's a very tricky one. Yeah. I thought I'd just throw it into the like RNA it. for you. You're no, welcome. Our yep. last one. Let's make it a whole lot easier. I'm, I mean, I'm, is anyone watching Australia's Got Talent? No, I'm not. My oh. mum is. I'm right, sure your yeah. parents are. Yeah. There's a bit of that at home, I think. Yeah. yeah. But this week there was a South Aussie guy. Now, you'd know him, Matt Tarrant. He's mm-hmm. a magician. He always oh, does yeah. the fringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on with a goose, a mind reading goose. Right. And mm. he did this, and I loved him. Mm. He's doing great things for South Australia. But I want to know um, magicians and magic shows. Yay or nay? Nay. Yay. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm with Loz. I love it so much. Oh. I don't They're... know why, but I actually get so immersed in it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and I eyeball them and they go, oh, good magician. I'm a, and they cut me that, mate. I How like do it, you do it? I like it for the first 20 minutes. Yep. And then I've seen enough sleight of hand. Mm. I also think there's something deeply unsexy about guys doing magic tricks. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm just saying it's not hot. Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like if that's your go-to at the pub. like Yeah, you're, every you're... time he goes to pay for your beer, he pulls a coin out from your ear. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go. <laughs> Just start to feel filthy, <laughs> Hang don't on, you? mate. Is that my money or yours? <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Right now, Loz, once again, technology has saved the mm. day. This is quite incredible. A Washington woman... This is really sad, actually, and quite confronting, to be honest, but um, was buried alive by her husband. Jesus. Um, Yeah, horrible. So she called 911 with her Apple Watch. Yeah, he didn't think about the Apple Watch, did he? So dispatchers heard the woman screaming, who sounded gagged, laid in a shallow grave, (gasps) hours before wriggling out on duct tape and dirt and had the ability to... To, to call 911 with the Apple Watch. Can you so, do Hey Siri on your Apple Watch? Can you? I don't know, actually. I don't have one, but no. I reckon you would be able to. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, like you're talking to it when you're, you know, you're connected to your Bluetooth in your car or something like yeah. that. But 
just a real, like, if you're going to the effort of digging a grave, yeah. you know, duct taping someone, putting them in there. Take off the watch. Take off the watch, brother. You'd think oh, you'd oh, no, oh, now I feel like you've given them tips. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, if, he's, if he's listening on the listener app, I if, always, if I we always... go to Washington, mate. <laughs> I always feel like that with those war movies where like, this is an American jet and this is how you dismantle it and this is where they put the bomb. And yeah. it's like, you're giving terrorists actual yep. maps of the plane. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Well, I'm, and I've, I've, I'll be the first one to put my hand up. Like if I was on the run, mm. I've, I've thought about this so many times. Yeah, there, what is you no, do. there is no way I'd be getting caught. Like <laughs> the amount of little nooks and crannies I know in the Adelaide Hills, mate, good luck. Rosie, there have been moments many times over the years where the red flags are Tomo's secret. You know, when it finally does happen. Good luck. We will look back on moments like this. They'll do a montage on a documentary. There is a there's a nice little rabbit hole in Brakunga, mate. You will not find me. <laughs> Thought intensely, like I mean, there was a show called How to Get Away with Murder or whatever. Yeah. It was like this thing, and I think I you do hypo you do hypothesize about like I can't even you know I couldn't obviously no. do anything wrong, but like you just look at people who get caught sometimes and you go, well, that's not here. Get rid of a body, is it? Right? Well, that's the thing. And I know, and Rosie, I know this is a oh confronting, but it's relatable. Everyone it out there has thought about being a crim before. Yeah. How would you do it if you were so inclined? Like you dumb know? crims is dumb one crims. of my one of my funniest things to talk about. Yeah. There was one at the Wollonga. I reckon this is right. The one up in Wollonga, there was either a bakery or a butcher there, right? Mm. And there's someone's broken in, okay, mm. has stolen everything, mm-hmm. and has stepped in paint on the way out. And has walked across mm. to the pub. Yeah. And the owner of the butcher or the baker bakery has just gone straight over there and he's just like, mate, can I have all my money back, please? Mm. <laughs> and he just logged out the till. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there on his third scoop? <laughs> I remember being a kid and knowing this other kid who was a bit weird. And just had real sort of, I don't know, like weirdo energy. Yeah, with you. I always went a little bit too far. Mm. And we were watching this thing and uh, it it was like someone got done with for their fingerprints. Yeah. And um, he goes, that would never happen to me. And I said, why not? Everyone's got fingerprints. He's like, nah, I'd burn them off before I go in. That way no one can ever find you. And we all sort of slightly turn our heads. Mm. He's a politician now. um. (laughs) Also known as Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Loz, I went to Brisbane throughout the week for the uh, Screaming Jets, uh, Noiseworks, James Rain, Garage be nice. no, It was very good. It yeah. was good to catch up with Company the Company card, little holiday. But I love that for some, you. Something happened on the flight home that I need to talk about after 8.30. So, as I've said many a times to you, Tomo, mm. and if you're a first-time listener, good morning. Um, my family have a WhatsApp group, yep. and it is constant, and it is, it's live all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always things being... If, if someone doesn't post all day, I have to check my internet connection because oh, right. that's suspicious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... It's constant. Anyway, we're always sharing videos and photos and funny stories and messaging about catch-ups and all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Last night, my mum... Okay. 6.38 p.m. Okay. We get a message from Kath and it's an Instagram reel. She's on the gram. That's right. Oh, no. <laughs> it's an Instagram reel. It's a funny little one. It's a squirrel and it's sitting on this sort of air... I don't even know how to explain it, but shooting um, air up, oh, like air you know, up. you know when, <laughs> you know when Marilyn Monroe's dress 
float flies up under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an air vent it's, sort of thing. So it's either on a, a, an air conditioner or something, something outside, like that. outside, a ducted thing. A ducted okay. thing. Yeah. It's, it's shooting air up into the air and a squirrel's sitting yeah. on it, its tail's flying up and it does a poo. Oh, no. And the poo shoots out and flies up in the air, and it's very funny, and then that poo lands on another squirrel. Jinkies, how strong is this bloody duck that's That's right. <laughs> well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say squirrel poo isn't heavy. Okay. Anyway. All right. Funny video. And I did watch it at the time. Good. And then I kind of got distracted and moved on with my life. Message from Dad this morning. Hi, guys. Sorry to interrupt your morning, but um, Kathy's a bit unhappy about the fact. <laughs> oh. That you've all ghosted her over a squirrel poo, okay, poo so, so, video. So, so, no reply. How many people in the WhatsApp place last night? No, oh, there's about eight of us. So there's eight of you and no reply. <laughs> Prime time last night, 6.30. <laughs> no one can blame bloody bedtime no. or anything. And you know what? Good content too. Not bad, not bad mumsy content. You know, mm. sometimes you get like a meme that says, live, laugh, love or whatever. Oh, yeah. so this is good mm-hmm. gear. Yeah, it's not bad. No Mom, emoji? No emoji response from no, anybody? Not even a reaction, oh, Rosie. And, and you know what? I, I do feel bad. I do feel really bad. And everyone's immediately replying, you know, sorry, Kath, that was actually really funny. But the thing is, what's the point in even bringing it up? Because no. now every response she gets, yep. she just feels like they're pity responses. Oh, they would be. Yep. You know, you got to just let these things go. Yep, let them go. If on. people don't reply, my rule is you just never speak to them again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. end of the friendship. What, remove yourself from the, the group, you reckon, Loz, and just move Never, on with your life. ever talk to them again. Wow. No, I think what happens is parents, they have these devices and they have their lives and everything's going on. And, and you, you get this with friends and stuff as well. They'll send you something and if you don't get back to them straight away, they can't believe it. Do you want me to go through some of the Instagram posts my mother sent me, mate? <laughs> Okay, I haven't replied to one. Right? Oh, Mark, what? you've got to double tap a couple. Yeah, I double tap them, but I wouldn't actually put a character Mate, in. Mate, I, I was I was eight hours late to reply, and I nearly got taken out of the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. We're asking the question right now. Shocking housemate traits. They've mm. all got them. Like, well, we've all got them, I should say. We've all been. Uh, you lived in a share house for a long time. Yep. I still do. My housemate is actually delightful. Yeah. I'm probably the annoying one when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw something on Reddit. <laughs> Don't ask me why I was on there. Mm. It is the butthole of the internet. Yeah, it but But um, there was a photo and it was a picture of a block of butter. Right. And it's covered in what looks like grooves from teeth marks. Right. Like someone's been biting at this butter. Yeah. You know teeth marks mm. on your Sam. And the caption is, my roommate bites her butter and drops it on the pan from her mouth when she cooks. Oh, so that's communal butter. Well, I don't know if it's communal or butter. Because I'm not using the butter with the teeth marks, yeah. even if it is meant to be communal. Yeah. That becomes her butter. Yeah, that's her butter. But I find that even though that's just her butter, mm. it's her private butter. That's barbaric. It's also saving time on washing knives, though, Loss. I mean, you wouldn't accept a meal from her, would you? No. no. Because you know that the butter that's greasing the pan mm. and, and lubricating the meal mm. has been on her toothy pegs. Yeah, it's been in her mouth. That's more effort than the knife. You're is right. That, and yeah, it's the it really taste. is. <laughs> so a mate of mine, I didn't live with this person, but a mate of mine did this every single morning. Used to have like cereal or muesli and all that with banana in it. Mm. Used to stripe the banana open mm. and instead of cutting it up. No, used don't to tell me. chomp it in his mouth. No. Chomp and then spit it into, no. his, into his bowl of muesli and cereal. I mean. Well, you go, well, because he's eating it. With what are you, a galah? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Has, might, it's in your mouth. You may as well just keep it in there. Yeah, Has this person got kids? 
Uh, now he does, yeah. Is he chewing up his food, baby's food and spitting it into their mouth? Well, he could be. I don't know. Like it, a mama magpie? I'm not sure. I haven't asked that name question. Him. No, I'm not naming him. I can't <laughs> name him. I can't name him. I can't go that far. But my housemate, Fieldsy, used to do this, right? <laughs> yeah. So I lived with Fieldsy for about five and a half years, and he always used to swig straight out of the milk carton. Yeah. It's just a genuine thing that blokes do. And I'll put my hand up. I've done it a couple of times. But he was yeah. he was more... You're sharing uh, the milk? We were sharing the milk. Mm. We were sharing the milk. So one day I got a big two-litre oaky chocolate milk. <laughs> bloody beautiful Yum. stuff, right? I haven't had a chocolate bloody milk beautiful. So And you can't actually see the milk in a big oak. No. You can't. So a, a, a classic chocolate, you yeah. can see uh, the you know where it's at. You can't tell on the yolk. It's 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 a, it's an opaque or it's yeah, a, it's like it, a brownish bottom. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, I finished it. I knocked it off. I think I scaled it, and I thought I'd, I'd I'd do the right thing. And well, it's not really the right thing. It was the right thing in my opinion. I filled it up halfway with water. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when he went to to take a swig at about half three in the morning. <laughs> You know what? It's like everyone would. It's not like you have a problem with drinking water, but when you think it's meant to be chocolate milk oh. and you get water, well, how rattling that it's is! Not and like it would have been rinsed it out, mate. Yeah. It had a lot of chalky <laughs> residue. It would have been milky water. <laughs> you know what? As well, though, Fieldsy. I remember you telling me has impeccable dental hygiene. Oh yeah, flosses uh, he every flosses night. Flosses a lot. Yeah. So I wouldn't have an issue with drinking out of the milk that he was swigging no. from because you know he's clean. It just doesn't. That's an off-brand interest. Like he's a he works forty hours as a fencer and yeah. flosses. Yeah. Doesn't make sense, mate. Does not make sense. Oh four triple eight five one oh four seven. We're talking about shocking housemate traits. What do you got for us, Adelaide? We'll get to your text next. Triple M's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. So we're talking shocking housemates um, traits. You can have a great housemate, but yep. they just do a couple of things that are just. <laughs> oh yeah, one thing. My housemate's actually perfect. She's brilliant. Her cat though sometimes throws up. On on the the ground or whatever. Are you blaming your housemate? No, I'm just saying I kind of that the cat's kind of my housemate too. Like the third person. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, rent you bitch. It's like Phoebe (laughs) in Friends. It's just kind of there. (laughs) Why are we talking about this, mate? Someone on Reddit posted a picture and it was a block of butter with teeth marks in it, and Mm. they said my housemate bites the butter off and then drops it in the pan. No. Yuck. No. No. I'm not for that. It's really primal, isn't Mm. it? It's a bit too much. Ah. It's a bit too much. Uh, but my old housemate Fieldsy used to swig out the chocolate milk, and I think even at times he went the the bareback milk as well, which was quite concerning. Like if you're swigging anything in the middle of the night, it's a chocky. But if you go and no- who's ice- drinking normal milk these days? A bit of ice cold Flurio skim <laughs> yeah. when you're a little bit hungover. <gasps> oh, it's great going down, but after about twenty minutes, it starts to curdle inside. <laughs> yeah, you. that's right. It's that extra gunk with the Flurio as well, which is all natural and beautiful. I'm Creamy. Um, so the, I got him. Boy, well, he had a two litre oak chocolate milk there, and you can't actually see the water level or the milk level, I should mm. say, in the in the oak two litre. So once I finished it, I filled it up with water mm. and got him about 3.30 in the morning. I thought, that'll serve you, son. Did you hear him uh, have no, the incident? No, well, I heard him the next morning ah. and it was a strong conversation coming my way, mate. Uh, plenty of texts here, but I just want to tell a quick story um, about our producer, Jared, who oh, does yeah. the Brecky show yep. um, during the week, Rudits and Laws, and uh, he, he had a housemate mm. who used one of Jared and his partner's Tupperware containers. Oh, yeah. Um to put a stool sample in. Oh, oh! Oh, you're kidding me. No. So he had to take a sample to the doctor and Jared caught him putting it in one of his Tupperware containers. He caught him what? So I think what happened was 
Jared sort of saw him leaving the bathroom oh, with no. the Tupperware container and sort of it w- became very apparent what had happened. I'm going to be I'm going to be honest <laughs> about this, mate. This this stuff blows me away. <laughs> like, how do you? And I've never had to do one, but how do you? Like, what do you use to, to to go into the dock? And and it's a fair question. They usually give you opaque ones that you can't see through, though. I think if you're on the no, phone I, and they say no, you need to bring something in. Yeah, you, so you're in charge of the transportation. So if you do that, right? So mm. let's just say you're living half an hour away from the dock. <laughs> so what? You're packing that in the handbag. You got a shit in your handbag, mate. And then a doctor's running late, and you're sitting there in the waiting room, and you got half a nugget sitting right there, thinking, "Who's that? What is the correct container?" Oh, this is a whole nother question. That's a different out, phone. No, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, yeah, housemates Tupperware is not the vessel. <laughs> do, do, do you know my brother was crook one day, right? And my mum. Can I just remind you, this isn't a podcast. Yeah, my brother <laughs> this is was, a radio joke. My brother was crook one day, and my mum's a nurse, right? And he had food poisoning, and she's like, just like, just. Without even consent from the doctor, she said, "Just go there and then rock up to the doctor and say and say and beat the middleman sort of thing." And ben she goes, said, "Preempt it, preempt it, like take it into the dock and B-Y-O. go. I'm crook, and this is." And, and, and my brother's like, "Hang on, you want me just to do my business, rock up to the ED and go, Doc? I've saved some time." <laughs> She's got a thing for Bailey Smith and loves a sparkling ale. He's pestered us enough here at Triple M. We just gave him a job on Triple M. It's weekend breakfast with Loz and Tomo. I hope that really doesn't paint the greatest picture, mate. Are you still in love with Bailey Smith? I know I you love the sparklings, but... I haven't thought about Bailey Smith in a very... In fact, yeah. the only time I think about him is whenever I hear that opener. Mm. No offence to him, and he, he's an Adonis. He's a Greek goddess. Mm. Goddess. Goddess. <laughs> mm, one of the other, mate. He's a Greek god, but he's just... I've moved on. Yeah, it's a Nat Fife. Is I'll what... always love Nat. Yep. Bit, I'm on Libertore at the moment, though. Yeah, you are. I like his weird tattoos. Oh, and he's his, weird. He's an right. eccentric man. Yeah, he is. Um, off-brand interest we're talking very shortly. Talking about uh, footballers of the of the vein. Tom Rockcliffe, I found something out, who works here at Triple M. I, I, it was one of the more stranger comments that I've heard from that great man in a long, long time. He says some weird stuff. He does. Was this an argument he was having on Twitter with someone, or was this... <laughs> He ran out of data last week, actually. He had to upgrade his plan. Um, also, I went to the Screaming Jets and the Noiseworks garage session that Triple M put on. It was brilliant. But something happened on the flight back, was And mm. I just, uh, the behaviour on flights, I think there, there's so many unwritten rules about it. But one is don't start conversations with strangers. <laughs> you can't escape. Yeah, I know. I know. It, anyway. It's, yeah. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Now, I was out, out for dinner for my brother's birthday with the family. Good old catch-up, Loz. And Love I'm it. And to get to the age where I really enjoy hanging out with my family. <laughs> it's, it's strange, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, nah, it's not that you, I've always loved it, but you, you, you... When you're little, you love it, and then you go through a, probably a 10 to 15-year phase where it's a bit of a chore because you feel like you've just got friends and other commitments yes. and yeah. and then you get a bit older and you realise, like, oh, these are the people that are going to nah. be wiping my bum when I'm old and there you need go. assistance, yeah, so I should right. probably be good to them. And wipe my bum when I was a kid as well. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's a double Emmy. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, you go through the stage and you get really appreciative. Anyway, so we were out for dinner. It was fantastic. All happy days. And I'm getting married in a couple of months' time and Very mum's true. still got my bloody 
birth certificate at home. So cause you, I don't, I don't use. You don't need your birth certificate. I don't have mine with me. Yeah, you don't. Do you know where it is? It's with my mum. Exactly. She knows I lose things. Yep. There are certain documents she will not give to me. Yes. She takes photos of them and sends to me. Okay. Yeah. So the birth certificate, right? And I probably could have done that if I'm being honest. She's just taken a photo. But mum goes, "No, I'll bring it, and you can hang on to it." Right? Yeah. I said, "Okay, all good. Thanks for that." Now, I don't know if this is a done thing or not, but mine's laminated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that normal? Yeah. When we were when we were babies, there were all sorts of weird documents that were floating around, like the book, your birth book and all this stuff yeah. and your first photo. And yep. some of it, you can't tell whether it's just scrapbooking or whether it's official government documents. Well, and that's exactly my point. Okay. So mum hands over this, mum hands over this birth certificate to me and puts it down on the table. And I'm like, oh, sweet, I'll grab that after. <laughs> Put it, put it down there, happy days. Sitting, conversation, beers are flowing, food's coming yeah. out. We're up at uh, the house in Handoff yeah. and we're all done and dusted. So to be honest, mate, it was a bit of a longer sort of uh, uh, dinner. It was a sesh. Just had a bit of a go, yeah. uh, responsibly, obviously. Mm-hmm. And my first uh, thought wasn't on the birth certificate. Oh, you're kidding me. You're... <laughs> Ta- table gets cleared. <laughs> Waitress is picked up. The birth certificate thinking it's a menu. <laughs> So for 28 years, my mum's had the birth certificate. She's handed it to me for two hours. Gone. Gone. People are trying to order yeah. the five pound six baby boy. I got, I, I got a phone call on the way home. And like I said, a bit tiddly. All right. And she's like, oh, you know, they're at the house. Um, oh, they want got, me back, do you? Got the, got you your, miss us. Got your birth certificate there. I'm like, oh, my ass. I said, like, I've got it right. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Now we're talking off-brand interest with the family on 04 It's one of my favourite things in the world. Yep is when you think you know someone mm-hmm. really well and then you discover they have an interest that doesn't match them. As weird as you can get. Yeah. All right? As weird as you can get. So, Like Nan's into Slipknot or something. There it is. <laughs> what? That's it. Huh? Yes, just strange things like that. And we need people to get involved because everyone's got that one strange mate, 1047 or yourself. Make sure you hit us up. Um, so I was having a conversation with Tom Rockliffe. Okay? Yep. He does uh, Dead Set Legends and a bit of stuff here at Triple M. So... 208 AFL games to his name, mm. was a captain of the Brisbane Lions, mm-hmm. uh, he's an All-Australian, yeah. uh, two-time best and fairest. Like, that is a, a, a footy CV that really stacks up in terms sure. of uh, professional men's gritty competition. He's a sportsman. He's, he's a, a sportsman. sportsman. That's right, with a lot of accolades to his name. And he admitted to me that he loves oh, no. Age of Empires, mate. Now, this was a game... <laughs> That you used to get and you used to play it on your PC, but yeah. you used to get it, mate, if you got a, a, a bloody box of Nutrigrain. I thought this wasn't even a real serious game. It no. was just something that was sort of like Farmville or something. Age of Empires. So, and I, I don't know how it come up in conversation, but it did. And he goes, mate, I love that game. I said, what? To this day, he goes, I only just stopped playing it. You are kidding 32 me. 32 years old, just stopped playing it. What? What, because they don't make them in the format for the modern computer anymore? I've got no idea, Because computers don't come with CD-ROMs anymore, mate. <laughs> what? So what are you moving on to, Tetris? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the thing about Age of Empires was that it was, Sims was nerdy enough. Yeah. 
But Age of Empires was like add another layer to that sort of nerd tiramisu. Oh, big time. You know, it was just, I want it to be Sims, but I want it to be medieval Sims. So strange, wasn't it? Bloody hell, that's good. World of Warcraft, any of those ones for a a professional footballer of 200 games uh, under your belt. Football gamers, like so gamers, uh, you know, people are secret gamers all over the place. The guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill, Mm -hmm. he's like massive, massive tanked man. Gorgeous man. He builds his own PCs. Oh, shut up. Yeah, he does. He is he is literally a Dorcas Malorcas. How can you have the best of both worlds? <laughs> this is like the that? thing that annoys me. Yeah, like you don't get some, to do that. Share some talent around, mate. Yeah. Like give me the nerd or the good looking one. So all of these, you know, chunkers in the basement, their mum's basement with a chisel in cheese their belly, in the belly and a neck beard. Yeah, that's the one. Playing Age of Empires, mm. and then Tom Rockcliffe's out there like winning best and fairest, and they're going, yeah. leave some of the ladies for us. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not fair. Okay, let's do this. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Right now, Loz, we're talking about off-brand interests, mate. <laughs> I've got a really fun text. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, did you just write, do you, did just come through there? It's just going through. Now, we're talking about well this written. because of uh, Tommy Rockliffe. He likes, so he's a footballer. Yeah. Bit of a drongo, in my opinion. Oh, wow. He likes the drink. He likes the footy. Yeah. Loves a punt. 208 games, best and fairest, two-time best and fairest, all Australian, all of that, and uh, adores Age of Empires. <laughs> you don't know what Age of Empires is. Mm. It's a sort of um, second life game where you, you control medieval villages. That's right. And you sort of build stuff and have little battles, and it's as nerdy as it gets. Oh, it's really strange. It's proper nerdy. It's like Spyro the Dragon, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. strange gear like that. Yeah. Um, so we're talking off-brand interests. I said, if he's your nan into Slipknot or something. <laughs> I love that. Rock it out. I, I ruined his laugh to their heads off at me when I said I really liked archaeology, which I think is probably a bit unfair. That but... is pretty funny, though. Like, you out there in the field dusting fossils would be strange. It's not even fossils, really. Fossils is more paleontology. Okay. I'm more interested in going on historical digs where we dig up <laughs> human artefacts. <laughs> I'm, I love the passion. <laughs> the passion. You'd be a very good. hot archaeologist. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. No, can you imagine me in the car keys with yeah, my little I can. brushes? I can see it. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone's messaged in. My dad is a massive dude. He looks like a biker. He's not, in brackets. But he plays the classical piano like a small trained Russian woman. <laughs> Yes, that is brilliant. He obviously learned as a kid and then just grew up into this beast. But the talent's still there. I love that. Our text has come through from Trent on 0488511047. Hi, guys. Love the show. Oh, Oh, Trent. He goes, I'm a 39-year-old concreter. I've got two kids. I'm married and I bake cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Dream boat. That's the stuff. Off-brand interest, man. That's what it's... And I tell you, as a concreter as well, you'd have to get... It's like icing, isn't it? You know what I mean? You know what? Screening the concrete, then you screen in the cake. It, because it, what's it called when you do the um, surfacing? And uh, you, rendering. Rendering. Yes. Making one of those cakes yeah. with the thick ganache. That's it. It is like rendering. It's a lot of, that's actually not an off-brand interest from Trent. It's that not at all. makes sense It's now. weird because all these cakes are like buildings. <laughs> yeah, I've baked a duplex. <laughs> what's, what's that cake called? Tennis court. <laughs> Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. Now, Loz went up mm. to Brisbane this week for Oztober's Garage Session. Ah, the Jets rocked, mate. Uh, Noiseworks was there. James Rain was there. But the Screaming Jets, honestly, they just blew it away. They were brilliant. They closed. Gleeso is 
You know, it's so funny when you know someone mm. primarily in person. Yep. So, we know him in the studio. I've done a few weeks with him on air mm. and lo- love him. A great bloke. Great bloke. And then you see him yeah. on stage and it's like Jekyll and Hyde. It's like oh, a mate. flick, a switch has been flicked. Yeah, no, he was something else. So, I do nights with him over night time. So, we did the show from up there yeah. and did that live and we had an absolute ball. It was fantastic. Um, I don't want to talk about the actual show, though. I don't want to talk about getting there. I want to talk about getting home, okay? Mm, So Tuesday night in in Brisbane, um, not a lot going on, fair to say, uh, like it would be Tuesday night here in Adelaide. Um, The valley's going off. I thought it was a Saturday night uh, on a a Tuesday. Like, we had a bit of a good time. Um, A few of us from Triple M. Anyway, that was all good. So feeling a little <laughs> bit worse. Triple got a bit of a workout. <laughs> feeling a little bit worse for well, you know, tax deductible. Feeling a bit worse for wear on Wednesday, mate. Mm. <clears throat> and had a flight to get uh, get on from Brisbane to Adelaide. So two hours and forty five minutes it is. Mm-hmm. Hungover on a flight is never good. As no, we know. no, no, no. Some of my wor- the worst yep. days of my life. And mate, the flights on the way there packed. Like maybe yep. three seats left. Mm-hmm. Two on the way home. Okay, so the flights are massive at the moment and. Uh, I went up with our boss, Matty O'Reilly. We couldn't be seated together because, you know, we checked in late. And so I'm just like, oh, good. Because you don't get along. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was good on the way up. And on the way home, I was like, get me away from him. Yeah. Um, so I was put into <laughs> two new uh, strangers next to me. Yeah. And lovely people. Mm. But I wasn't up for a chat, mate. <laughs> I wasn't up for a chat. Oh, here we go. I wasn't up for a chat. Both mate, sides. you are such a diva. No, it's not that. I was just... Just call him Maccabi. No, I, I wasn't up for a chat, but I still had the chat. Yeah. Okay, so... And the, you're complaining about it on the, radio. The lady next to me was a lovely lady, right? So she was just cruising into to Adelaide, which was all good. Mm. And we were ga- having a bit of a conversation back and forth, but <laughs> I wasn't that invested, mate. Nah. I wasn't that invested. Anyway, she was saying that she'd done some, some work in a third world country overseas, okay? Yeah. And she was like, I, I couldn't recommend it... Higher enough to people, okay? Yep. Like it was, you make sure you go out there. Get Some off the, selfless, you know. It. Get off the grid. You know, there was no running water. We had to do this, like oh, washing yourself. And right, okay. No, no power. You had to set up power and all of this. And she goes, I just, I felt like, you know, we can live without technology. And she was really trying to inspire me a little mm. bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, you know, it's all the kids of today, they, they complain that they don't have this. And I just said, oh, you should just get away for six or seven weeks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I, I was deadpanning her a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't giving much. And the conversation mm. ended. Mm-hmm. And uh, about five minutes later, she pulls out her AirPods and puts them in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't say anything. I just looked and I'm just like, you've, you've just <laughs> gone against everything that you've said. Now you're on the big bird in the sky yeah. flying. <laughs> like, I mean, talk about a hypocrite. After a speech like that, she'd have to swim home to not be a hypocrite. Well, that, and that's the thing. And that's what I said. I said, when did you turn into Pat Cummins? Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's time for Loz and Tomo's Weekend Bricky Buzz Off. Righto, Loz. How does this go, please? Beautiful, Rosie. You're going to give us a category and a letter. Um, and we're going to say the first thing that comes to our mind that fits into the category and the letter. Yep. And it's unlike anything you've ever heard on any other radio station in the history of radio. Correct. Let's get into it. All right. Let's go. Best of five. Pete's Toppy starting with P. Pepperoni. I mean, not creative, but no. sure, you get the point. Perfect. <laughs> I co- uh, the oh, thing oh, is oh, right. Sorry, guys. Oh, sorry about that. Apologies. Come get on, real mate. creative. If you're might be do worth it, two points. I'll add some flair. I had so many options here. What Pesto, pineapple, paprika. Anyway. Did you have pineapple, paprika? Yeah. Would you have taken paprika? I would have accepted paprika. 
I so accepting dusty herbs. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Something green starting with tea. Tea leaves. Excuse me? Oh, huh? like, yeah. Yeah, they're sagey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is me, mate. <laughs> This no, it's me. not. You don't know me. You know, you know that guy who was cheating in chess tournaments because he had something up his bum yeah. that was vibrating. Mm. You're doing the same thing. <laughs> Tom Rockcliffe's out there with a bloody that's connector. Some, that's some real quick Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! And guess what? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, a place you go for holidays, starting with C. Canada. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. oh my god! Been good. Right, I get out of here, you two. Dead set legends in next. 104.7 Triple M. I, I mean, I mean, Loz, do you want to say it? I mean, I, I feel like Liz Truss. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you got to go. Bye. Oh, bye.